Hello, this is Ruben Rodriguez, radio's best friend, Pendulum Records. And it's an honor to be hanging out here with Elsie and Jack Show and the Bread Man. Listening to the LC and Jack Radio Show live from New York. And now, here are your hosts, LC and Jack. Welcome to the LC and Jack Radio Show with your boys, LC and the Bread Man, holding you down. Give us a shout here in the studio. You can reach us at area code 347-843-4738. Up close and personal, Urban Talk Radio. Our show is being brought to you by Ajaco Recycling for paper, shrink wrap, electronics, anything for your recycling needs, give them a call. You can reach them directly at 631-618-3928. Again, Ajaco Recycling for a cleaner America. I should say cleaner and greener America. What is the word there, Brad? The word is hot, 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 baby, in New York City. Yes, it is. Hot, hot, hot. Yes, it is. It is a can't complain. The weather is tremendous. I mean, it is blazing. So no rain in sight. That's the way we love it here in NYC. We love this great weather. And of course, in New York, humidity is always big when it gets hot. But hey, we're not going to complain. Before you know it, we'll be riding into fall and the rest is as it goes into the next season so we won't get into all of that bread but uh like i said it's it's great summertime and with summertime we have great guests always throughout the year but we have a great guest and uh we're going to get right to him how's that sound sounds like a plan all right our guest this week bread is mr ruben rodriguez who is a prominent music executive, who is the CEO of Pendulum Records. Ruben has helped shape the careers of such artists as Grace Jones, George Michael, Regina Bell, Public Enemy, the Beastie Boys, and LL Cool J, to name a few. Ruben has formed his label, Pendulum Records, and it is credited was shaping the Grammy award-winning group Diggable Planets. That's right, Diggable Planets. I know you know, we won't forget them. We're so pleased to welcome to the show Mr. Ruben Rodriguez. Hello, Ruben. How are you? 
Good, great, LC. Thank you so much for having me on your show. And uh, and, and what is it? Uh, and, and and cornbread. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Can't forget that. Thank right. you so much. Thank you guys for having me over. Pleasure. My partner cried the bread man. Yes, again, it's it, it's great to grab your fifth few minutes. We know how, uh, you know. It's busy here in New York. Everybody's, you know, cutting deals, especially in, in your business. You know, every time is precious. Time is money. And uh, so we appreciate the uh, time out of your schedule. So, Ruben, I mean, you've, I mean, you, you've done some, tr- some great things with some artists that, I mean, there's not one of them I don't love. From hip-hop to R&B what? How did you? And I know the story is crazy, but what made you get involved in music? Well, you know, uh, music was always my passion. You know, uh, ever since I was a kid, you know, I used to play drums, and um, you know, that was my passion. That was my love. Uh, I used to also play sports, but music. You know, I had to make a decision between sports and music, and I chose music because that's that's where I'm at, and uh, you know, so I'm. Really pleased that I made that choice. Great. Now, when you said sports, were you football, baseball? What was uh, what was your special? Actually, specialty? baseball. Actually, baseball. I mean, nowadays baseball. I play golf, but but <laughs> baseball was my thing. You know, my father was a ball player, and um, and uh, he was, you know, so I I got you know I started very early with with love for for playing baseball. I was like four years old, three years old, playing baseball, four years old, and. Um, and then I moved into music, which my that was my mother's passion, you know, because she comes from a family of musicians, and uh, she was a, a singer herself. So, uh, you know, it was my it was in my DNA. That's good. That's good. I mean, you've worked with some legendary artists. I don't think there's one I didn't just mention. I'm sure there's many, many more that I did not mention that you've worked with or had a hand in their success. The which when working with these type of artists at that time, did 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 you have any idea? You know, like I know probably during the different parts of their career, like say like someone like Donna Summer, how was it working with mm-hmm. somebody like Donna? Well, you know, Donna was phenomenal, you know, and uh, I was very blessed, man, in many ways. You know, when I when I was growing up, I grew up in the projects of Brownsville, East New York. In Brooklyn, and um, I always wanted to meet someone. During that time, I was playing music. I always wanted to meet someone in the music business <clears throat> that could help me, you know, guide my career and you know, and and uh, and direct me. Uh, and uh, it's funny how life is. My grandmother used to say, "In life, when you're really passionate about something, you never know what you, you know. It may not be exactly how you planned it, but if you're passionate and you're honest and real about it, it's going to be okay." So. I never thought, you know, you know, I wanted to meet someone in the industry that was, that had connections and everything else, and uh, to work with. And it's interesting that the person I wanted to meet is the person I became, you know. So it kind of, you know, it kind of always reminds me of my my grandmother saying that just be passionate and real about the things that you love and what you want to do. I didn't come into music just for money. I came into it because this was my passion. It was my love, and uh, and it's also it was an honor. You know, a lot of people tell me, you know, yes, I've been a part of a lot of careers, and in developing a lot of careers, and and, and you know, a lot of them have made uh, history. 
you know, George Michael being one of them, you know, the Faith album. Uh, but, yes. you know, I, I was also, I look at it in a way that, you know, I'm so blessed to have worked with some of the greatest, you know, like to have worked with, you know, from my days in Motown with Barry Gordy and my mentor, Skip Miller at the time, you know, um, a guy who, um, you know, and then at Casablanca with Neil Bogart and Gerald Busby and, you know, and, and Bruce Bird and, and Cecil Holmes. Uh, and then, you know, all the way to, you know, working with uh, Chris Blackwell at, at Island and then at Columbia Records with Al Teller and uh, Walter Yenikor, Mickey Eisner. I mean, these are great people that I was I had the pleasure to work with, you know, all the way then in Electro with Bob Krasnow, who gave me the opportunity. You know, he wanted me at that time. I was sought after by every major company during my Columbia years. And um, and Electra and and actually Tom Warner uh, offered me a label deal, which is very rare that someone who comes from the field, basically a radio promotion, okay, because uh, that was my you know mm-hmm. that was my core, uh, would get a label deal. That's usually something that uh, you know they'll go to someone like you know L.A. Reid or you know producers. You know usually get that get that that opportunity. Producers and artists. And I was very fortunate to be one of the very few who came from the field of promotion. And and I always looked at radio promotion as an art form. I mean, radio has always been great to me, and and I believe vice versa. We gave a lot. We've given a lot to each other over the years. Uh, but I also always looked at myself as not just a radio promotion man, but a music total music man. You know, I I've always had interest in getting to know how the other departments work. Well, how artist development, what about artist development to learning about marketing and merchandising, you know, to be an overall music man. And I was given that opportunity at these companies. You know, I remember my first gig as a radio promotion guy. I worked for a gentleman by the name of Bunky Shepard, who was an amazing radio promotion guy. And I said to Bunky, I said, well, what are my stations? What stations do I call on? And, 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 Busby, and, and, and Bunky said to me, wherever there's an antenna. You know, so I got that freedom. I wasn't, you know, wherever there's an antenna, you work it. So I wasn't, you know, just lined up, even though my passion has always been, you know, black music, urban music, you know. Uh, right. And uh, it, I wasn't, it wasn't like I was, you know, like told, now nah, you can't go to a country western station or, or a top 40 radio station. Because at top 40, I had a great relationship with Rick Sklar, who programmed you know that was a it was a famous famous one of the most famous programmers in in in, in pop history, Rick Sklar, who programmed WABC. So you know, and I had a great relationship with. Him. So you know, I I was given that freedom, you know, to even learn other departments. And you know, they didn't. You know, I, I wasn't just okay. Just go get records played, Ruben. You know, if I was interested, you know, at that time I, I had great relationships with the press. I had great relationships with television producers. Etc. So I was blessed that way. You know, I wasn't wasn't given that like, okay, you can't go here, you can't go there. And what I learned that the best time to get to know someone, quite frankly, is not when, when, when you don't really have to work them. You know, so I always made it a point to, you know, to do my job, but at the same time, expand. Expand my mindset, you know, expand, you know, my horizon. And and uh, and then mix what I do. You know, it's a difference when mm-hmm. you're trying to when you you know when I would talk to a program director about a particular artist or radios or, or, or record, 
you know, uh, I wasn't just talking, this is my priority today, you know, and this is what my boss wants me to get played on the radio. I was talking to him about the vision of that artist. I was talking to him also about the vision of management. So, you know, I think that it just, it just made me stronger at whatever I did, you know, to have an idea and a feeling of the other pieces that come into play to make a star. You know, and that, again, I owe to the people who I had the pleasure of working for, you know, and, and, and these are great people, mm -hmm. you know. So it's like, you know, yes, I, I appreciate all the accolades that I get. But at the same time, I, I got to say, man, I'm really blessed to have also worked with some of the greatest. And then on top of working with some of the greatest, I would have to say that I'm blessed that I had my mother, uh, who was just amazing. You know, the way her mindset, the way she thought. You know, her thought process, you know, she, she, she used to say, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And she used to say to me, if there's Absolutely. ever a glimmer of hope or a corner of hope, chase it. So, you know, she's my, she's like, actually, she's my number one hero. And I'm not a mama's boy by no stretch, but I have a tremendous admiration for my moms and an admiration, you know, for her, you know, and, and I just consider her one of the most... Um, amazing individuals that I've ever met in my life. It just so happens to be my mom's. Well, God bless your mom and all the moms out there because we wouldn't be here without them. <laughs> Absolutely. 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 So, so we talked a little bit, you talked a lot um, about different things. And one of the things I wanted to ask you is about the, the artist today. How different is it working with an artist today versus you know, the plethora of different, well, now, I mean, back then, I know some of them you knew would be uh, legends, but I'm sure you you maybe didn't know, but you, you worked with a lot of legendary artists, but how different is it just working in general with the artists today and, and, and the artists over the years? You know, I don't really find that much of a difference because I remember when I was at Columbia, and the MCA at the time had like number one market share, and I came to it came to Columbia Records at a at a very interesting time because, you know, the only one that was really doing anything hot and hadn't recorded in a long time was Earth Wind and Fire. It was a it was a low at Columbia Records. You know, all the great artists that came there from in terms of urban music, and, and you know, Earth Wind and Fire. I mean, it goes on and on. But during that period of like, I think it was like 1985, 86, there was a lull. And I remember I, I spoke with, uh, at the time, Altella and uh, Walter Yenikoff, and, and my whole thing was like, hey, guess what? You know, I want, us, I want us to be number one, like, you know, in a year. And they would look at me and say, like, no, we're not rushing anything. You know, we, we're not. I said, no, I, I, look, you know, again, I really feel we can do this. And I felt that way because one thing is that I always looked at, and I would share this with my staff on conference call, you know, because they were competing with, at that time, with the likes of a Lionel Richie that was at Motown or, or any of these other big companies that were other labels like Prince, etc. And my whole thing to them was like, well, just imagine that Lisa Lisa is your Stevie Wonder, <laughs> okay? Just imagine that, you know, that... Uh, Terrence Rand Darby is your Marvin Gaye or your, or or, mm -hmm. or uh, George Michael is your, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, 
Nat King Cole, whatever, whatever superstar was out right. there and blowing up big time. Okay, and you know because at some point in their career, at some point in Stevie's career, in Marvin's career, you know, oh, you could name all the great ones. It was Marvin who, or it was Stevie who. You know, even 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 it's a, a great icon like Barry Gordy. At one point in his career, it was Barry who. So I've always I always looked at that. You know what we have? Of course, these people are great. Stevie, you know, is a dear friend of mine. Okay, to this day, great people. But now, look, I work Cardi B. Okay, Bodak Yellow. All right, and uh, and look where she is today. She's a superstar. And, you know, thanks to also, you know, the a great company like, you know, uh, KSR, uh, which, uh, you know, my good friend Shaft, you know, and, uh, you know, he had the vision and, uh, and, and along with her talent. And look where she is today. So who's to say that, you know, it's, it's how you, you know, there's a lot of great, talented people. I'm sure there are talented people that we don't even know. But I don't I don't subscribe to the fact that. You know, I kind of look at life like, okay, at some point in time, every one of these artists, no one knew who they were. But so, right. why not? If you could just focus on the talent and the and and the mindset of that artist and the vision of that artist and where they want to be in their career, and focus on that as opposed to, you know, comparing them to an act that's already a star. You know, but understand that every star started started from somewhere. You know, and I think it will give you a greater appreciation not only for what you do and the value and value what you do and how how, how much you are part of that. You know, of of helping that artist, you know, uh, uh, rise to their, their rise to their ex, what what they their expectations. You know, you're a part of that, and that's a great thing. But it also lets you know that, you know, you, you, your approach is like, I'm willing to compete my artist, who may be a brand new artist with anyone, you know, because at some point in time, even that person that a lot of times labels look at it like, well, it's hard to compete with this big artist because, you know, this big artist has already got a fan base, has got this, has got that. Yes, we all know that it's true. But to a certain extent, I got to tell you, I don't believe that. That's the end all, you know, that alone. I think that, look at Cardi B. Cardi B can compete with anyone today. You know, look at her celebrity Absolutely. right now off of KSR. She could, right now, she's, she's blowing up. And she's getting to that point, too, that she will be able to compete with anyone. And some of the artists that are, that are really big on the map right now, you know. So I kind of look at things in that manner, that there was a time and a time when every one of these stars was, you know, like Stevie who, Marvin who, you know, uh, Maxwell who, Mariah who, you know. Now Even now, Cardi B is a big star. But at some point in time, when I look at a baby artist that I may be involved with, then guess what? I'll t- you, know, I, I, you know, if we got the record and we got the artist, yes, we can compete with everyone. We can compete. And I, what I love about today's t- today in today's marketplace is the level of information that's available to you. You know that it's right there. 
you know, it's like, okay, you put Absolutely. out a record, you put out a song, you put it on the internet, et cetera, get, and the streaming information, all that information is fantastic. I think the one thing is different. It's not so much, I think if anything is different to me, it's that, that there's more information today than ever before. You know, that's, that's, that's the one thing I see. a lot of I times see. you couldn't, you, you had to wait for either a publication on the artist to come out or, yeah. you know, back in the day when the internet wasn't so, pre- you know, it wasn't, wasn't available. Or the charts. Oh, you had to wait for the charts yeah. or the billboard charts or whatever. Nowadays, you can get that information like anytime you want it. Point and click. You can, you can get it. Yeah, exactly. A click, a click of the mouse, right? So I think that's great I, yeah. because, you know, that's the one advantage that I, I find that I, that I do love today. Um, and but at the same time, I, I really admire the artists that are out there today. Um, you know, there are a lot of artists that I love. I love the Amigo. I love Amigos. I love Cardi. I love, you know, I I, I like but Bad Bunny. You know, uh, you know uh, Maluma. You know, I mean, and 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 now because of the internet, you've got influences that I remember the times there were times that were hard to cross over certain records. Like this record, I like it like that. That was originally done by Pete Rodriguez. Okay, and that was one of the very few mm-hmm. records that were Latin, had that Latin base that was also in New York, especially, that crossed over in New Absolutely. York. Where radio stations Absolutely. like WWRL, which was an R&B radio station, okay, they played that record and had it in regular rotation. New York, of course, is a unique marketplace because... As Latinos or Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, whatever, you know, and African Americans, we all live in the same project. We all live in the same, you know what Absolutely. I mean? We live next door to each other, you know, and that's how we <laughs> raise. So, uh, you know, so like my mother taught my next door neighbor, Miss B, you know, how to how to make arroz, arroz con candules, you know what I mean? And then my mother was taught how to do soul food, you know what I'm saying? So, and, and by the way, she could make some mac and cheese, my mom's, you know, and how do you go that? You know, so, you know, amazing. And uh, I got to tell you, even on Thanksgiving to this day, when I go, like my mother's in heaven right now, but, you know, my sister does Thanksgiving, and our Thanksgiving is a combination of Puerto Rican, Hispanic, and, and also soul food, because wow. that's how we grew up. You know what I mean? That's the uniqueness of New Absolutely. York. You know, in terms Absolutely. of, it's true when they say, you know, it's a blend of cultures because we live so close yeah. to each other. We're in the same building. Everyone's, you know, everyone's close to each other in New York. We're not like so separated, whatever, you know, and other cities don't have that, uh, you know, it's not as as clear as, as it is in New York City. So um, that's that's a beautiful thing. But going back to that song, I like it like that. And look at it now. That song is banging right now. Number one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and now it's getting played all over the country, all over the world, let's put it that way. Okay, mm-hmm. now there was a time where records like that could only go but so far. Okay, but now because of the internet, because of the fact that you've got all this information that's available, okay, these songs are able to, to you know, just grow, you know, you know, grow outside of itself, you know, and, and reach... Many, 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 many places that at one time before there were certain records that, yes, La Bamba was one of those records, yes, that did that. But there were very few that did that. Uh, but now, man, you have one record after the other that's doing that. I go to I go to a, any kind of club or whatever, and I'm going to hear 
a combination of different kinds of music and still hip hop, still trap, whatever. But guess what? It's music that's bringing people together. So uh, I think that it's, it, it allows us to, uh, I think it's a great time we're living right now, especially with streaming. I, I really do. And uh, I remember Skip Miller when I worked for him, and he was like my he was my mentor. And I remember I was very young at the time, and I, I might have been 19 years old that time at Motown. And I, I said to him, I said, you know, I, I find it interesting that that people always judge success by gold, which means 500,000 albums, okay, and yes. platinum a million. And what is that in relationship in, in relations to people that's very minute I said to him and he said you know that's a very good observation Ruben and he he loved me very much I loved him and he, he may God may he rest in peace but I, he was he was very he always lent open ear to whatever I, I, I you know anything that anything that was in my mind uh, no matter how smart or how not so smart it might have been but but uh, we talked about that, and look at now, you know, the access, what people, we have so many people right now all over the world that have so much more access to music, you know, and, and it's wonderful. Absolutely. It is truly wonderful. So, you know, music is, is just, and not because I'm just in it, but, you know, think about it. You know, you could buy, and I used to collect a lot of movies, like, how many times can you watch your favorite movie? But you, you take a song that you love, or you connect with that day, that month, that year, whatever it is, or, it or that you've connected with in the past, you could hear that over and over yeah, and over day. and over again. That's how powerful music is. That's how powerful. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Absolutely. If, you, if you're just tuning in, our guest this week is Mr. Ruben Rodriguez, CEO of Pendulum Records. So Ruben, you, you talk. You and and Ruben Rodriguez Entertainment big... because, and Ruben Rodriguez yeah, okay, Entertainment yeah. because, there, there we do other things too. You know, I still am very much involved in radio promotion. I do radio promotion on a national level, and I work with many artists. Okay. Like right now, I'm, we're celebrating. You know, we went number one. We, we worked that record along with the Def Jam team. Uh, uh, the record, you know, uh, uh, went all the way to number one. The, new, the latest Tony Baxter records, you know, and it's great to be a part of that, uh, uh, of the Tony record, uh, Long As I Live. And now we're also working Peebo, too, you know, and he's like top nice. number two, building number two on the charts right now, which is great, you know, coming back, you know, he great record with Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, and we're working it with Capitol Records and, uh, and, and Bill Evans' team. Which is great, and Vivian Green, the same thing goes with her. So, and you know, and again, Josh X, that's on KSR. That will be the next star on on, on a KSR label uh, slash Epic. You know, that distributed through Epic. So, uh, you know, that we do that as well. And management, manage major. You familiar with major? You do it all. You do it all. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you know, again, you know, I was blessed to be a part of many different things. You know, and, and I was allowed to, I was given that space to be able to, you know, to have relationships with with people from different departments. Even when I was at Columbia, I built a great relationship with the international department. My whole thing was that if I'm going to represent, you know, black music to the fullest, okay, that I want to make sure that I've also worked the building. 
you know, so I would turn the international department on to music that, you know, I felt that eventually would get there, but, you know, wasn't there at the moment, but I wanted to give them the heads up and turn them on to something. And then by the time we were ready, it wasn't, they were, you know, they weren't a stranger to it. They were already familiar because, you know, that, you know, I, pl- I planted that seed early on and vice versa. They did that with me. You know, I was one of the very first in, in the U.S. Uh, uh, company at Columbia to, to meet. Actually, I was the first from the U.S. company to meet Terrence Trent Darby. Okay, and I traveled to various uh, countries uh, during, uh, with Terrence, you know, and that was one of those, that artists that I got to tell you, you know, I felt that had that if factor, but it just, you know, and, and for whatever reasons, and it definitely wasn't because of his talent, you know, because there's a lot of people who, uh, you know, you'll, ask, you'll mention their, his name and they'll know, but then there are people who don't even know who he is, and that's a shame because the guy had that it factor, and that's something that you're not just taught. You're not yeah. taught that. You're born with that. You know what I mean? But you know, it mm-hmm. also depends on your surroundings. You know, the decisions that you make along your career. That's why it's so important to have the right team around you. You know, and also it's important to listen to as well. Um, you know, that, that's a very, very important thing. There's a clock that ticks for artists, you know. Um, and it's not 100%, but I would say it's pretty it's pretty up there. And that, that, and that clock that, you know, depending on what you accomplish with by the time you're 30 or something like that, uh, d- dictates whether, you know, or whether you, you'll, 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 you'll have a career like an Elton John or a Tina Turner. You know what I mean? So there's a lot right. that you no, have to accomplish. You know, there's a clock that ticks. Now, as, when you're doing great things, you look at look at all these guys who have been around and have made history and have done great things throughout in their early, you know, in their younger years. They man, they're selling out concerts today, and they're 60, 65, 70. You know what I mean? It's amazing. So it's it's all, it's all it's all doable, but you know that's why. I, I, one of the things that I strongly urge artists is that you know, you know, if you this is your passion, stay focused. Don't waste time because time is not only money. Time is value. Time is value to what your story is going to be like at the end of the day. You know. No, I, I agree and with you. It, and if it's now, what, continue. Absolutely. So you see, so mentioned. What, what's some of the biggest hurdles that an artist... Now, obviously, there's, there's always some great things with the internet. But what's the biggest challenge being a new artist today? Well, I think that one of the biggest challenges for a new artist... I think is to, to first of all, never stop believing in yourself... Uh, the belief in yourself and also the fact that don't just get caught up in your own hype you know be honest with yourself you know be honest with that image in the mirror you know be honest of do I really have it you know and yet if you feel you got it you know believe in it and work it work your craft you know and so the consistency of that of that talent, of that belief that you have in yourself and understanding that every day is a learning process, you know, and you should always be inventing. You should always be creating. 
that's the challenge. And I guess it's keeping keeping the focus and uh, you know uh, you know just you know need a couple continue breaks to work along your the way heart. too. Huh? Need a couple breaks, like you said. You need a couple breaks along the way. <laughs> that's true too. You have to have you know. There's a certain you could be climbing a hill, but along the way you need some help too. You know you need you need some breakthrough moments too as well. It can't just be you grinding it up that hill and grinding up that hill. You need you need those kind of moments that kind of you kind of come along, you know. And I think that you know a lot of it has to do with you know your energy, you know, and the energy you surround yourself with that helps create those moments where you have that energy just working. You know, you ever felt like, man, I I worked hard, I worked hard at this and this and this and that, and wow, yeah. But then there are moments you work still work hard, but then there's sort of the things, there's certain things that just come, kind of come your way and, and help the process along. You ever, you ever felt that? Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. And that's yeah. the kind of rhythm. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that's that's where you really want to be, you know, because we need that. No matter how great you are or talented you are, you do need that. And I'm glad you brought that up because that that's very true. It's not just oh, I'm talented. There are a lot of talented people and gifted people that didn't get the opportunity you might be getting, right? You know what I mean? Absolutely. Now, we wind it down on the time, but I wanted to ask this question, and then I'll circle to the bread, and then we'll wrap up because I want to make sure we have enough time. But right now, the 90s was a hotbed for R&B, hip-hop, and it seems like there's a resurgence going on with the artists in that time any reason that's the case well, seems like I think it's, it's know, simple you know like I went to I, I just got I just got back from the BET Awards and they were doing mm-hmm. uh, honoring uh, they had a party honoring uh, By Storm you know they had you know with Usher and all these other acts that they have mm-hmm. uh, Miguel and all that and the DJ DJ uh, DJ Nice you know DJ Nice yeah. you know he was yes. he was playing and also Jermaine Dupree was on the mic and all that and they were playing music that was just phenomenal okay and there was a lot of great music back then in the 90s that was really phenomenal there's always been great music great music in the 60s 70s it, it, we've always had great music you know, and I think that what you when you when you when you're about great music, people love it of all ages will love it. It's how it's presented. You know, I think it has a lot mm-hmm. to do. With it. But great music will always be great music. When I hear people say, you know, R&B is dead or this and that or is it live or is it going whatever? Come on, it's about great music. If you got great music, it's timeless. It's timeless if it's great, and it's how it's presented. And there's always been, you know, there's music that I don't care when. Okay, it's like uh, when people hear it, they're gonna love it, and you know, it, it, you know, it's not just about yeah. There's, you know, it, it's just great music. Every, you know, I, I just feel as you know, music is has always been great stuff. It's been great stuff that I heard in the '60s, nice. you know, '70s. You know, the great artists, and that please, you know, I, I, I mean, I wish Frankie, Frankie was great at this. Frankie would take Frank. You remember Frankie Crocker, right? Legendary. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And Frankie would get would do his show, and he knew how to mix time, you know, 
and make it and still and and, and create in a with a presentation that was so cool. You know, and I think that it still could be done today. I still think that, you know, I did the song God is Good with Gina Bell and I had it on pendulum. And I gotta tell you, one of my one of the things I would tell people, I said, Man, I, I one of the one of the things that I would love to sit here because I believe it would it could go with I would love to hear that song on Hot Ninety Seven. Now I got it played at certain urban stations too, by the way, and it did great phones, everything. So I think that it depends on, you know, what kind of song, and at the same time how it's presented, you know. And I think that's the challenge right. to radio, and it's challenging also to great DJs, okay, to be able to mix greatness, no matter regardless of what time it is, and it's still mad cool, you know. So, I but it takes a little more I totally more work. agree with that statement. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Brad, do you have anything before Ruben? Because so we, we'll, we'll, we'll get ready to lose him here in a little yeah. bit. So I want to make sure you, you get able uh, to jump he, he in was, there. He was, on, he was hitting on so many points that we needed like another three shows for me to really. I would definitely have to loop back up with Ruben again yeah. and, and get, but, and get uh, him back on. Well, thank you. He reminded me of Frankie Crocker back in the day. And um, as a kid, you know, I was a. WABC listening, you know, mm-hmm. you know AM was popping before really a- FM, and the right. running joke with with me and my my like adolescent friends was who is this Frankie Parker? Because see, we didn't know back in the day that he had went to jail for tax evasion. So when he came back, that's when BLS was like really popping in my ear. So mm-hmm. they would welcome him back. He was the biggest thing since sliced bread, and we're like, who is? Where did he go? Where did he, where did he come back from? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, when you mentioned Frankie Crocker, it brought me back to, like you said, he was a great DJ. And whatever he was doing before I knew of him, I mean, they put him on a pedestal higher than most artists were. You know what I'm saying? You know, so, you, you hit it on the nose. You know, I, I got you know, I tell you, Frankie was a rock star. I, I, that. Yes, he was a star. Yes, he was a rock star. Yes, he he was, was way ahead of his time, too. Yes. You know, I mean, this guy would put would, would put the Rolling Stones and 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 in the mix with Nat King Cole. I mean, he was amazing. I haven't seen anyone do that yet no. in radio itself. Mm-hmm. But the one thing he also had, uh, you know, I got to tell you, it's like, and everyone in the music business would have to knows him, and and I I think he's someone that you know that those who don't know him need to know him. Especially yeah. if you're in the music industry, whether you're an artist or whether you're a DJ, whatever. And yeah. uh, so, if you if you if you if you don't know him, you need to know him. And, yeah. and 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 at the same time, you know, he his voice was so you know it's interesting, right? Because the one thing you learn in radio is like play the music, play the music. And mm-hmm. even the even the listeners want to hear the music all the time. Yeah. You know, uh, when it when it came to Frankie Crocker, you couldn't wait for the music to stop to yeah. hear yeah. him. <laughs> He Frankie was sweeter than the music. The chief rocker. He was sweeter than the music. Now, what DJ you know like that? That's you know, I mean, it's like you could not wait. I said, okay, that's for the song to stop. That that's crazy. That's some crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it was so, so real. You yeah, just couldn't wait. Great song. You can hear some one of, one of your favorite records, and you say, yeah. man, I can't wait for the. You know, I mean, you want, you enjoy hearing the music, of course, mm-hmm. but you couldn't wait to hear Frankie speak. That's it. That's it. Well, we, that's, we know we're coming up on your clock job. there, yeah. uh, Ruben. We're going to make sure we keep him alive. We, that's we, for sure. 
<laughs> Absolutely. So we know we're coming up on the clock here, Ruben. Uh, we definitely have to get you for part two because I couldn't even scratch the surface on some of the questions that we had that some of the listeners had uh, sent us a note that um, we want, they wanted to ask. So we, we definitely going to loop back with you uh, maybe a couple months down the line, but your schedule permitting I look forward to, it. to have you back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been very yeah, informative. Uh, we, we appreciate your, your time and uh, continued success with all your endeavors of what you do as, as an executive as far as your promotions, your your record label, um, really all the aspects of your business. Um, we thank you so much, and we'll be in contact with you. Look forward to it. God bless. Thanks a lot, Ruben. Okay. Well, Brett, another another great guest. Oh, yeah. And uh, keep listening to the show each and every week because they come on. And it's a great opportunity for you, the listener, to learn, to pass the knowledge what good is knowledge if you can't share knowledge with the masses? You can't take it with you to the grave. And we appreciate that with all our guests that come on the show. And again, we thank so much uh, for Ruben Rodriguez, Mr. Ruben, excuse me, Ruben Rodriguez, for spending some time to uh, bless us with the information to help you help yourself. To be a better artist, better person, and an opportunity to make yourself more successful. With that said, stay sound, stay safe. God bless. Peace.